0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk cheese. Recorded live. Um, together. First Corinthians 3 and 1.
1: Amen. And this is what the scripture says. It says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you, as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal; even as unto babes in Christ. And I'm going to read a few more translations here, and then we're going to get into our word. Another translation says, um, "My friends, you are acting like the people of this world. That's why I could not." Be to you as spiritual people. You are like babies as far as your faith in Christ is concerned. Amen. Praise God. Let's read one more translation. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We are in 1 Corinthians, the third chapter in the first verse. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Another translation says, brothers and sisters, I couldn't talk to you as spiritual people, but as people still influenced by your corrupt nature, you were infants in your faith in Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, our topic today, as we have been talking about all this month, is about spiritual maturity. And we just read here in First Corinthians, the third chapter and the first verse, how the Apostle Paul um, is talking to the Corinthians. Um, he's saying to them that there are some things that I need to share with you that will help you in your walk with Christ, but because you are walking in your flesh and walking in the ways of the world and your mind is not on the things of God I cannot share with you. So today um, I'm going to give you some keys of how to walk in spiritual maturity but I want to just say this. There's a word that you need to be able to hear and you need to be able to handle that word because that word that God has for you is going to elevate you. The level of words and the understanding that you have And the application that you have of the word of God will cause you to walk in wealthy places. In all thy getting, get an understanding of God's word. This is a season where there are men and women of God that are going to speak into your life. You have to be able to handle the word that is going to be spoken over you. It is not to be pushed to the side. It is not to just sit there when you think you are ready to uh, use it. But God's word is being released over your life right now. And I heard the Lord say it's time for movement. And so there are men and women of God that have a a higher dimension of God's word, meaning they have understanding. They have, um, they have walked in the statues of God. They are in places with God that you are trying to get to. They have a word that needs to be released to you. But if you are going to take that word and try to use it um, with a natural and a carnal and a worldly mind, then you're not going to be prosperous in the kingdom of God. So, the apostle Paul says that the people were carnal, means that they were they were they had minds of immaturity. They did not know how to handle what was being spoken to them, or they were not able to. Follow the instructions. This is the season, and I need you to hear me, that God is speaking instructions over your life concerning the pathway that he's taking you to. You can, When God speaks, you cannot perceive it in the natural. You cannot try to reason what God is saying to you. But it's going to take a mind that is in the spirit, a mind that is ready, a mind that is on the things of God that will have you to begin to start moving. Moving, even when you don't understand, you will begin to start making movement. Why? Because your faith will be in a place where the spirit of the Lord is leading you and guiding you. Regardless of what you might be thinking, regardless of what it looks like, crucify your flesh, crucify your mind, so that you can come out of a place of carnality. Carnality is thinking one way, and God is telling you to do something another way. You have your own thoughts of how it's supposed to go. You have your own way of how you want it to happen. I'm going to tell you something, and I'm still talking about unusual. There's some unusual ways that God is getting ready to take you. And if you're not spiritually mature and you have the mind of immaturity and of the world and of the flesh, you're going to end up walking in a circle. You're going to end up repeating things.
0: And you're going to end up in in a season of not moving.
1: So he says they were carnal, and they were they were acting as as babes in Christ, meaning they were not full grown um, in areas of their lives. Um, in the body of Christ, um, it doesn't matter how long you've been saved and how much you know. Maturity comes with just taking what little you know. Because I know somebody's saying, well, I don't know what she know and I don't know what he know and I ain't been saved that long. God, God deals with you where you are. He will deal with what you know. And that's why you have to get more of the Word so God can be able to take you places. Because the more of the understanding of the depthness of God's Word and the studying of God's Word and the application of God's Word, the more God can stretch you and, and take you into places because you have a substance in you. You have a word that is hidden in your heart that you will not send against God, no matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, no matter who's with you, no matter who's not with you, no matter if people agree, no matter if people don't agree. The word is settled in your heart. And because the word has been settled in your heart, you're mature enough to say yes, God, regardless if you've got it all, regardless if you see it, amen, You just know that God's spoken to you, and you're mature enough to let God lead you.
0: See, spiritual maturity is being
1: able to walk in something that doesn't
0: look prepared glory to God. How many know that there are people that you have spoken into
1: their lives? This is maturity. There are people that you've spoken into their lives and you possibly have not seen any change. They have not seen any change. But the maturity of your mind and the the, the soundness of God's word in you, keeps telling you that God's word will not return unto him. Lord, let me share with you very quickly here before I give you the keys. Let me share with you a a quick testimony here. Amen. Praise God. About walking in maturity and doing what God says to do and letting go of what you think the outcome is going to be. Glory to God. I'm telling you, you're getting ready to see some finished products because there are things that you've spoken into and people that you've spoken into that um glory to God, you you might not uh you might not see what God is gonna do in their life, but you know that God's gonna do it. Amen. Praise God. And um there are people that have spoken things over your life and you have not seen it yet, but they believe and you believe in it. And so we have to learn how to speak things and then keep moving and not stand there and just stare at it and, 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 and just keep wondering when it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. Spiritual maturity will cause you to speak things and call things that be not as if they were so. And then that will give you the direction to walk right where the blessing is going to drop. Glory to God. Glory to God. So how many know that your spiritual maturity is getting ready to bring many people into the body of Christ? You have to be in a place of maturity where you obey God because this is a, this is a season of harvest. This is this is a season of harvest you are getting ready to bring in a harvest. These are people that have been prayed over years ago, prophesied over years ago, amen, praise God, that they were going to come forth, that they were going to to walk in the fullness of God. And so now, amen, praise God, you're going to be the one to receive the harvest. The the, the strange thing and the funny thing about God is these might be people that you've never spoken into their lives, but somebody else planted and, um, God's going to have you the water, and then he's going to do the increase through what he's sending you. And so he wants you to be spiritually mature enough not to be looking for certain individuals. Come on. Glory to God. And, and um, he wants you just to reflect on his will. He makes the choices of who works in union together as far as partnership. So what I'm saying is a quick testimony. I was in the store on, on yesterday and, and um I was just I was walking around just, you know, shopping, getting some items in place, guys, and then plays that and I heard somebody saying, Miss Sophia, Miss Sophia And I'm like, who know me like that? because all of my um my uh children's friends call me Miss Sophia. So I kept hearing this voice saying, Miss Sophia so I'm like I'm saying maybe it's another Miss Sophia so I'm not turning around. And um and so it kept getting closer and I said, I think this person's talking to me but they're not really sure if I'm the Miss Sophia so but <laughs> so anyway I, I turned around and it was this young man that I I kinda recognized. You know how you know you think you know somebody, but then they look a little different, so you no, well, that's not really that person. So um it was um a young person that um possibly I was still trying to figure out amen. So he got who he was as he, he kept saying, Mr. Fear I said yes. I finally answered as I turned around, and so he said, "Miss um, Sophia, you remember me?" And I said, "No, not really." I said, "You're going to have to give me uh, what is your name?"
0: And uh, I said, it's all- Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So anyway. um, In the name of Jesus. And so the young guy,
1: he he was, um, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah glory to God. So he said, um, Hallelujah. Miss Sophia, Miss Sophia. So anyway, I, I, I finally answered and said yes. And so the young man said, do you remember me? And I said, kind of, what's your name? And uh, he told me his name and it still didn't really register because it, you know, had been some time since. But he started telling me how he knew me. and He said, remember when you stayed over there and I used to come over with your sons, and, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he said, I was the one, you know, and he started giving me some more clothes, and I said, yes, yes, I do remember you. He said, oh, my God, Miss Sophie, I'm so glad to see you. He gave me a big hug like three straight times, and I'm like, okay, all right. And so he said, he he said, I want you to know. He said, I've been been looking for you. I haven't seen your son in a a long time because he said he moved to some suburb or whatever. So he said, I wanted to tell you, Miss Sophia, he said, you were such an inspiration to me when I was growing up with your son. He said, I always wanted to have a mother like you. He said, I never really had a mom that guided me. He said, but every time I came over there, you was trying to keep me straight. You spoke things into my life. He said, and I know you thought that, you know, I would never really amount to anything, you know, because I wasn't making no changes at the time. And so he said, Miss Sophie, I just got to tell you. He said, I "I, I used to look at your sons and I used to say, they so blessed to have a mama like that. He said, "You." He said, "I watched you. I watched you uh, when you didn't have a car. You got a, a one car and you got another car." He said, "Then I watched you go and get a house." And he was just running it down. And, and and I didn't even know that he was paying this much attention to me. I saw you. You know when you started the church. He said, "All of this was impacting my life." He said, "And so and I'm telling you." We almost shouted in the store. He said, "Miss Sophia, I just want to tell you, I am now saved. He said, I am now pastoring. He said, and I'm getting ready to get me a house. He said, one thing I learned about you is you, you made sure that you, you, uh, you managed your money. How did he know all of that? I don't know. But he spent a lot of time at my house, and he heard me talk about this and He said, I'm learning now. He said, I'm married now, Miss Sophia, and it just went on and on and on. So what I'm saying is sometimes you feel like you're not mature enough or you don't have what it takes to speak into somebody's life because you look at people sometimes and you say, well, you know what, they ain't going to do nothing with it, you know, these young people. And so looking at this young man and he's telling me all that has happened in his life and how – thankful he was that I took the time every time he came over to speak into his life, to to cover them in prayer, to give him direction. And now he is mature. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Sometimes we think that what God is telling us to do We can't do it. But there was a timing and a sheath for everything. And I was so thankful that I met him in the store. He shared his testimony. And I looked at him and I said, to God be the glory. I said, you know, that is is wonderful, wonderful news. And he said to me, he said, Now I understand and I know what you were talking about. Glory be to God. And so that's what we're talking about today. Getting to the place where you begin to accept the will of God for your life. It took him some years, but he got there. And when he got there, he allowed God to use him in the way that God is using him. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that's spoken to his life. I don't take all the credit. But I was one of the ones that he passed by. I was one of the ones that were able to speak him into a place of maturity. So do not miss the opportunities to speak into to the lives of people. And stop trying to worry about how they're gonna turn out or when they're gonna change their lives. You put the you put the information out there. And that's what the apostle Paul was saying. He was like, I have some things that I need to tell you all. But your mind. And so as he continued to speak to the Corinthians church, I'm sure that some of them became mature. Some of them grasped hold to what he was teaching them. Some of them began to change their lives. You're not going to change the lives of everybody. But there are going to be some people that you're going to be able to speak into, and you're going to be able to uh, change their lives and turn their lives around. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So I'm going to go ahead and give you these keys. Amen. Praise God, I'm going to give you the keys. Amen. Glory to God for, um, as we're talking about spiritual maturity. Amen. Praise God. And I pray that you will begin to use these keys in your life. Amen. Praise God. And um, allow God to mature you as you begin to walk in the will of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm going to share these keys very quickly, and then we're going to be released from the line. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Spiritual maturity leads to prosperity and good health. Amen. Praise God. How you handle? Amen. Praise God. Um, Things in your life will take you to a place, amen, glory to God, where you will um, begin to get more, more of what God has. So very quickly here, I'm going to give you these um, keys to spiritual maturity and to grow uh, in the body of Christ because I believe that um, as you are being used by God, You are bringing yourself into a place of maturity, and also you are bringing others into a place of maturity. And so the first key is that you know that you are growing, is that you follow obedience. You follow obedience without complaining. You follow obedience without trying to figure out It is just something that when God speaks it to you, you immediately start moving. You immediately start moving. Glory to God. So blessings follow obedience. Um, In Deuteronomy 28 and 2, it says, and these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Psalms 23 and 6 says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. So blessings follow obedience. Blessings follow obedience. This is the season where God is growing you up to be obedient, where you were not obedient and you were rebellious and you question everything and you always had to examine everything. This is a season where you don't have time, you have to do it. First of all, you have to know the spirit of the person, amen, that is directing you. If they are not directing you by the Holy Spirit, it's a season where you have to get a whole lot of understanding and know God's voice and have discernment, But you don't have time to be doing, amen, all this praying, amen, trying to figure out, God, is this you? Are you telling me to do this? It is the time for you to know God's voice, amen, pray God so I get mature enough to know God's spirit that that resides in people so you don't spend a whole lot of time praying and, praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and having somebody to touch and agree with you, amen, praise God, because you, amen, praise God, are not familiar with the voice of God. He said a strange voice uh, you will not follow. A stranger you will not follow. So the first thing is obedience, obedience, amen, praise God, the, um In order to walk in the blessings, you have to be obedient. Amen. Obey the word of God, and you will have favor. Amen. Praise God. No matter who is against you, amen, God will bless you if you have obedience. And there is something that God's going to have you to do, and it's going to seem foolish, stupid. It's not going to uh, line up or size up with what everybody else is doing, but God spoke it to you. You have to be obedient. This is the season where God is not trying to um, see who's gonna look alike. Amen. We're all looking alike in the spirit, but there there are things that God's going to have us to do that is not going to be what I'm doing. Uh, God's using your gift. He's using your gift. Amen. So He has a plan that you have to follow with obedience. Amen. Praise God. The second thing is. Um, you need to have a desire to succeed. You, You have to be hungry to succeed. You have to be so hungry that nothing will stop you from succeeding. You have to say to yourself, I am not going to fail. I am not going to stop. I am not going to go back. I am not going to sit down. You gotta keep encouraging. This is a time when you have to encourage yourself because these unusual plans that God is giving you, you gotta be mature enough, Amen, praise God, to have a drive down on the inside of you. Amen. Praise God. You gotta be you gotta keep your enthusiasm and your excitement in the Lord. Amen. Praise God because you're gonna need the strength of the Lord. Uh, the joy of the Lord, which is going to be your strength. You're going to have to stay excited. Amen, praise God. The desire to succeed has got to be in you. You can't expect anybody else to come and be jumping and shouting with you and saying, I agree, I agree, I agree. Yes, you're going to have some people, but if you're looking for certain people or looking for uh, certain things to happen to encourage you, no, the encouragement has to come from you. Amen, praise God. Being encouraged in the Lord. Amen, praise God. You have a desire to succeed, be course. It is a God-given plan, not because, amen, glory to God, it's going to make you one of the richest people in this world, not because it's going to put you in Hollywood, not because it's going to allow you to be named, named nationally named, known, amen, praise God, but because you want to succeed, amen, praise God, because it will, it will allow God to be seen in a greater way
0: in you. Hallelujah. Genesis 30 and 30 says, the little you
1: had before I came has increased greatly, and the Lord has blessed you wherever I have been. But now, when may I do something for my own household? Whoo, glory to God. You got to have a desire. This is a desire that God says, I'm getting ready to bless you. You've been blessing other people. You've been serving other people. This is the season I'm telling you where God is going to bless you so that you can be a greater blessing to those that you have been blessing. Amen. You got to have a desire. You got to have a desire. You got to be hungry to succeed. Amen. Praise God. Get failure out of your mouth, out of your mind, and out of your spirit. Amen. Praise God. Uh, The third thing is, Get ready for hard work. As you mature, you're going to work until you see results. My God, yes, you're going to work until you see results. God's giving some of you a plan. Some of you are going to be sitting down writing goals. Amen. Praise God following those goals. Amen. Praise God you're going to work hard putting things together. Amen. Glory to God. You're going to have a focus. Amen. Glory to God. You are going to be organized. Amen. Glory to God, you're going to work hard. You're going to have to work hard. Amen. Praise God. The fourth thing is, you're going to have to be honest. Amen. Honest and faithful. Don't be dishonest. Glory to God, but be honest. And when I say be honest, You have to be honest, amen, praise God, in uh, showing forth the character of God, amen, praise God. You have to be honest in what you are doing. You're doing it for the Lord and not for yourself, amen, glory to God. Yes, God's going to bless you, but the main focus is if you want to get uh, motivated and promoted in this season, you have to be honest in your heart, amen. Honest with the people that you work with. They don't. They need to see you doing what you are called to do, and not what you say you are called to do. But uh, and you need to be honest in your ministries. Those of you that are leaders, be honest, amen. Praise God. Don't be found a liar, amen. A cheater, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't be found, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, uh doing, amen, of uh, the things of this world. Be honest. Have an honest report about yourself. Amen. Praise God. In other words, people will be able to trust what you say you're going to do and trust who you say you are. Be honest. Be honest when you give the word. Don't lie. Amen. Praise God. And try to make the word to be something that is not do not lie. Be honest in the word. Tell the truth about God's word. Amen. Praise God. Uh, The fifth key is don't move out of God's provision. Be careful what you allow to distract you. Do not move out of God's provision. The work that God is calling you to do, stay there and do it. Glory to God. Follow the plan. Be obedient to it. Work hard at it.
0: Don't move out of God's provision just because it's pain. Stay in
1: the will of God. Don't move out of the place of provision. There is provision in the promise. God's... uh, sending something your way, he knows, he sees the vision is right in the place where you are. It's right there. Stay in meditation that God will begin to, and fasting, that God will begin to show you where the provision is in the land, and you will go right to it and it will
0: release. Uh, the sixth thing is pursue peace.
1: Don't allow confusion to come around. Don't 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 allow uh, uh, you know people to come and and uh, disturb what God is saying to you. Pursue peace. Stay away from arguments and people that want to just stir up you know the wrong spirits, the bad spirits, and pollute the atmosphere with. You know, uh, things of this world and uh, conversations and swearing and and fighting and quarreling and envy and jealousy. Stay away from it. Close your ears to it. Close your eye gates to it. Pursue peace. It's a trick to, to stop you from being mature. Uh, the seventh key is make sure you keep building your relationship with God. Keep asking God to mature you and grow you in places. Keep building your relationship with God. So many times when we are trying to pursue something, we start building relationships with the things that we are trying to pursue instead of building a relationship with God. So build a relationship with God, and he will begin to release more unto you. The closer you get to God, the more he's going to release to you. So stay close to God. Hear Him. Know His ways. And He will direct your footsteps. Let us pray. Father, we honor and thank you for this word. We ask you, O oh God, to continue, Lord God, to mature us in the areas where we've fallen short. Father, take this word, O oh God, and stir it up in our hearts, O oh God, that we will not sin against You. Take these keys, Father God, and help us to apply them to our lives. Father, help us to be fruitful and multiply. And we give you all the praise, glory, and honor. In the name of Jesus Christ, we do pray. Amen. And thank God. Amen. Uh, Praise the Lord. Again, this is the message of Christ Church, and I am Sylvia Staples. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for joining us here on our 6 a.m. Monday make a prayer. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to ask you to come back and join us this evening at 7 o'clock p.m. on Miracle Monday. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And um, also you can join us in the morning. Amen. Tuesday. Amen for Testimony Tuesday. Come back in the morning at 6 a.m. for Testimony Tuesday. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. if you desire to call our office, our number is 773-609-2071. Please leave us a message if you're calling for prayer. We do apologize, but we are no longer calling back for prayer, but um, prayerfully we'll be able to change that soon. where we'll, We will be able to have someone calling you back for prayer. But right now we don't have the staff, amen, to call you back. So what we're doing is just praying amongst the team. Amen? Praise God. So, um, if you desire to know more about our ministry, like our weekly events, our monthly fellowship dates and time, our traveling agenda, please go to our website. All of that information is on our website. That is com and messageofchrist.net. Amen. Praise God. Go to the website. Amen. Praise God. I'm spending more time on the website doing videos and and things like that, so stop by, amen, praise God, and say hello, amen, praise God, and just visit our website, amen, if you desire to show a seed into our ministry, go to the website, all the information is there, amen, praise God, and if at any time, amen, praise God, you need to call our ministry, amen, for any information, please give us a call at 773 amen. Praise God. We pray to hear your voices again at this evening at 7 o'clock p.m. on Miracle Monday and in the morning at 6 o'clock a.m. Please share this broadcast with your family and friends. Amen. Praise God. We thank God for you. We love you. Amen. Praise God. And everybody, please have a blessed, wonderful, and fabulous day. Amen. At this time, our broadcast is now over. God bless you, and
0: goodbye. Your conference recording has stopped.